All right, news roundup and information overload hour. Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. It's a very sad story. We, we've given you all the background, the details about, you know, Merrick Garland and and parents at, at school board meetings. You know, for example, parents want to be involved in their kids' education. They want age-appropriate material taught to their children. Many parents are speaking out against critical race theory. Many parents are against draconian uh, COVID measures for young people. A lot of people. Now, it's kind of hit, I, don't, I guess I'd say center mass here in Loudoun County in Virginia. And parents there are demanding that school board officials either resign or be fired for their alleged involvement in the, what is a cover-up, apparently, according to the Washington Examiner, of two sexual assaults, including the rape of a 14-year-old girl in a school bathroom. A total of 36 parents expressed concern during Tuesday's school board meeting with the superintendent, uh, Scott Ziegler's performance, saying he should resign for allegedly overseeing cover-ups of two sexual assaults, saying they were facilitated by the school's transgender policy. Quote, this is not China, this is the United States, and we will not be silenced, said one mother at the meeting, according to Fox News. Now, remove the superintendent immediately and then resign for your negligence and duplicity and end this nightmare. The first incident allegedly took place on May 28th, when a ninth grade female was assaulted in the bathroom by a boy wearing a skirt, according to the girl's father. The story continues. The boy was charged with two counts of forcible sodomy, one count of anal sodomy, one count of forcible fellatio, according to the attorney uh, for the girl's father. At a June 22nd board meeting, Ziegler declared the predator, transgender student or person simply does not exist, said the girl's father. Scott Smith was arrested when he insisted at the meeting that his daughter's story was true. Michelle Bauman, public information officer for the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, confirmed in an email to the Washington Examiner, quote, a May 28, 2021 case at Stonebridge High School that involved a thorough two month long investigation was conducted to determine the facts of the case prior to arrest. The department is unable to provide documents as the case is pending, according to Bauman. Then the second incident occurred on October 6th when a 15-year-old male student was uh, forced a female student into an empty classroom, inappropriately touching her, according to the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office. The examiner goes on and says the suspect is being held at the Loudoun County Juvenile Detention Center, where he has been charged with sexual battery and abduction of a fellow student, according to the Sheriff's Office. Now, the school's uh, district's policy, 8040, on August 11th, which allows students, regardless of their gender, into all school bathrooms was a major point of criticism at Tuesday's meeting, as board members now knew about the alleged sexual assault. Now, let's go to the Loudoun County and listen to parents very emotionally yelling at school board members. Now, things have, this is now hitting critical mass in Virginia, 
uh, where in a few short weeks we have an election for governor in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Now, look, it's an uphill battle for any Republican to ever win the Commonwealth of Virginia. But polls show that the Republican candidate is doing extraordinarily well against the former governor now running again. And, and that being, of course, uh, Terry McAuliffe. So it's it's getting more and more interesting by the day. Now, Terry McAuliffe is under fire because he says he doesn't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. First of all, this shows how clueless Glenn Youngkin is. He doesn't understand what the laws were because he's never been involved here in helping Virginia. But it was not. The parents had to write to veto bills, veto books, Glenn, not to be knowledge about it. Also take them off the shelves. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually take books out and make their own decisions. You vetoed it. So... Stop the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. But, you know, I get really tired of everybody running down teachers. Eighty eight percent of likely U.S. voters Rasmussen out today believe it's very important for parents to be involved in their kids education. Unlike Terry McAuliffe, who's struggling now and they're, they're calling in the big guns. Barack Obama's headed to the Commonwealth of Virginia after he said, I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach, what, what, what parents don't have a say. Now, Luke Rosiak, he's an investigative reporter for the Daily Wire. He broke the story yesterday of this father that spoke out. Now, this father was on with Laura Ingram last night. It was an amazing interview, actually. Um, and Luke, who spoke out about the sexual assault case of this young girl in the public uh, school bathroom. And he now has taken it to a new investigative level. And Luke Rosiak is back with us to uh, bring us up to speed, sir. How are you? I'm good, John. Thanks for having me. All right. Let's talk about what we found here. And these parents are angry. It's having a big impact. Terry McAuliffe's comments on the election, which is only a few weeks out. Tell us, you know, give us more background and texture to the story. Well, it's a disgusting story. I mean, you know, Loudon has been trying to suppress debate around school politics for a long time. You know, you guys have heard about Chardonnay and Tifa threatening people, suspending a teacher that offered public comment at a school board meeting because he didn't like the trans policy. Um, the Democrats on the school board really wanted to do to convert schools into ideological weapons, and they were very into this transgender policy. And on the day, the, the, the day of, uh, June 22nd was that chaotic debate, uh, or, or school board meeting, the audio that you played where a lot of parents were very angry. There were some who were pro trans policy and they painted everyone else who was up against it as a bigot. Well, there was a man there and we've all seen him on TV now, the man who was dragged in handcuffs and he's kind of had his belly sticking out, his pants and his coming down because the cops are dragging him. He had a bloody face when they were pinning him down, the cops. Um, he wasn't there because he's a bigot. He wasn't there because he doesn't like gay people. He was there because he says his daughter was sexually assaulted in the school bathroom just three day, three weeks prior by a boy wearing a skirt. And there were felony sodomy, forcible sodomy charges filed against the boy who did that. Prosecution is still currently pending. That was a legitimate case. Um, and the school board on that meeting, uh, the superintendent said, we have zero records of bathroom assault in our school system. It's a red herring for you guys, the public, to be concerned. Oh. Well, hang on a second. How could, it's a how red could the herring super- there's a transgender predator. How could the superintendent deny it when there's a police report confirming it? At yeah, least confirm. Uh, again, we, we believe in the presumption of innocence and due process, but... 
the case is active, it's being investigated, and it was filed on the date mentioned. Correct. And, and you know, for him to say we have zero records, it, it, it really appears to be a false statement. Um, you know, basically, the, the dad says when he was called to the school that day, he was told there was a, his daughter was physically assaulted. Uh, and the school was just kind of handling it casually. And he made a scene. He did. He admits he made a scene. He said, you guys aren't taking this seriously. He's yelling at the principal, and they called the police on him. And I have an email from the principal saying there was an incident uh, at the school today, but the student body wasn't, in, wasn't facing any harm. It was a, a parent who was behaving aggressively in the office. If you saw the sheriff at school today, that's why. Um, and, and that also appears to be uh, covering up the true nature of what occurred that day. Um, you know, if this incident had been known by the public, it seems inconceivable that the school board would have been able to pass this policy that hundreds of people showed up at that meeting to oppose. The only way they did this was by lecturing the public that there was wrong, they were wrong, and there was no reason other than bigotry that they could have these concerns about bathrooms. I don't have an answer for this. I looked for it specifically. Do we know, uh, I, I know when reports of rape are, are made, often there is a a, a test kit, a DNA kit, um, where they try to see if they can capture the DNA of the alleged assaulter, uh, uh, the alleged Correct. person of, uh, the of the assault. The the victim's family tells me they did do a rape kit, and it did come back uh, with evidence favorable to the case that led the prosecutors to pursue. That is a huge uh, part of the assault. story that nobody right. else has. That's huge. And so, you know, this. but when the dad was arrested for disorderly conduct, for being angry at a school board meeting, um, the, the prosecutor, who's one of these George Soros-funded, she got $800,000 from George Soros, to basically implant this far-left prosecutor into a pretty pleasant semi-rural suburb. I mean, this isn't Chicago, but we've got a Chicago-style prosecutor here. She doesn't prosecute many crimes. She's into the leniency and the ending mass incarceration, all that stuff. Well, that all changed when it came to a parent who wanted to be active in his, in his school. Um, the prosecutor, the actual top DA, personally showed up to court and sought jail time for this guy for the minor misdemeanor of disorderly conduct. So they were bringing the hammer down on this dad. No, they're bringing and, the hammer down on the father. What about the, the kid that is being alleged to have committed this rape? Right, and so the, he was being charged, but they told the dad, look, don't talk about this. The system's working. Have faith in the system. And so he did, all until October 6th, just last week. That's when Scott Smith's faith in, faith in the system collapsed. Because that is when the boy who allegedly raped his daughter sexually assaulted another girl in a classroom. And the sheriff put out, put out a, a statement last week saying a 15-year-old boy has been arrested for forcible abduction and uh, sexual assault inside an empty classroom. Uh, I was able to learn the identity of that suspect, and it's the same individual who Whoa. was Whoa, uh, so your investigative reporting prior. shows that it was the same person? Correct. And so the school system appears to have covered up a sexual assault four months ago and kind of just transferred this kid to a different school. And as a result of him still being in school, a second girl was allegedly sexually assaulted. Okay, so that part I knew. I didn't know it was the same person, and you confirmed that through your sources at the police department. Now the question is, okay, we've got to work through the, the criminal justice process. Uh are they being charged? Uh, is there enough information? Is there it may be perhaps evidence in the second case, uh, DNA evidence that might exist in, in either one of these cases? You're, you're saying that that is a strong possibility. 
Yeah, I mean, he's been charged in both cases. The cases appear strong. I think, you know, he, the first one was headed towards a plea deal, and it was, he was supposed to, uh, you know, take a pretty serious plea, plead guilty to very serious felony charges on October 14th. And so this dad's thinking justice is being done, even though the school board treated me unfairly, even though the media treated me unfairly, even though the prosecutor harassed me for disorderly conduct, I have faith that this kid who harmed my daughter is going to be punished. And although he was criminally charged, he was still out there in the school system. The school system, um, you know, he's, kind of, wait a minute, he's still in school. He's not suspended uh, well, pending the results the, of the know, investigation. That, that's the issue is that after the uh, after the May assault, he was back in school. You know, May 28th is right at the end of the school year anyway. Um, but it, as of October 6th, which is kind of right at the beginning of a new school year, he was back in school. They just had him in a new school two miles away, and that's when he allegedly raped again. Now, he was taken to juvenile hall uh, after that arrest. I don't know if he's still there or not, um, but the issue is that the school system went into to they're running these schools in order to advance political aims and to make the people who run them look good. And they're doing that at the expense of kids. The community deserves transparency, and they didn't get that from the beginning here because politics are more well, important. Well, it doesn't pass children. the smell test that the superintendent, now knowing that there are police reports that you've confirmed and, and maybe even DNA evidence in the case, time will tell, and I believe in the presumption of innocence, we'll see. Uh, but it seems like a pretty strong case. And now they want to punish the father for speaking out about it. The superintendent saying he doesn't know anything about it. That does not pass my smell test. I guess it's possible, but I don't believe it. That's my humble opinion. And uh, great reporting. Luke Rosiak, uh, investigative reporter for The Daily Wire. Thanks for sharing it with us. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Sean. 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Wow. So, uh, our schools are out of control. There's only one answer, and that is you got to break this unholy alliance with school teachers and teachers unions and the Democratic Party, and it's called school choice. New York, they're spending 40-some-odd thousand dollars per student with the worst results ever imaginable. I mean, you, you give parents that a check for that amount of money to pick the best school for their kids? Wait, what, wait do you see what happens to test scores and proficiency levels in reading and math and science, etc. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. If, Linda, did you see this? How many years now have the experts been telling us, you know, if you take a, a daily baby aspirin, that um, it, it's going to be really good for you and and it's good for heart health, blah, 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 blah. Right? How many times Forever. have you heard that? Forever, 81 right? milligrams. It's, I think it's like St. John's yeah. aspirin or something. Yeah. Well, now they're saying it's bad for you. Taking a baby bear aspirin every day. That's a bunch I, of baloney, first of all. These experts changed their mind more. I've okay. never seen anything like it. This is why I don't play doctor on radio. I never. I didn't go to medical school. This is why I, I'm trying to get people to understand the severity of COVID. I'm being responsible. It's a it's the real deal. We lost by the way, we lost more people in 2021 than 2020. And and Joe Biden inherited three vaccines and monoclonal antibodies, therapeutics, etc. I mean, I'm going to fix all that. That's all he ran on. That's why he hid the entire time. This is why I just I, if I'm to advise somebody to do something, my advice is research the hell out of it. Take it seriously. 
look at your own unique medical history and condition and talk to your doctors because I didn't go to medical school and they did. And I trust, I actually have great doctors in my life, great medical professionals in my life. I talk to my doctor and, and that is a decision between me and him. But Sean, can I, can I say something about that for a second? First of all, you have been great on this. You like my doctor. You know, you've been so honest about the fact that you go to your doctors, you talk to your doctors. You know, we've had so many doctors on the program talking about the different options, the fact that they should still speak to their primary care physicians. But one of the things that really comes up a lot with our callers on the show and our listeners, and they reach out to us on email, by the phones, yada, yada, they all say the same thing. If this government cares so much about America and our people, then why wouldn't they let them have the monoclonal antibodies? Why wouldn't they let them have the treatment? Why are they rationing things, you know? this This is a great point because it never gets discussed. I, I honestly can say... And I don't watch a lot of other TV, but I have not seen or heard many people talk about monoclonal antibodies, which is a therapy. Now, two cases. One, I have a 74-year-old friend of mine, unvaccinated in Georgia, a 68-year-old unvaccinated wife in Georgia. They test positive for COVID. They call me. I, I, I said, have you talked to your doctor about monoclonal antibodies? I said, you need to talk to them immediately. And then I even put them on the phone with a Harvard trained medical, uh, uh, Harvard medical school trained doctor to get a second opinion. And the, I, my doctors are the best. They, they, they have given so much of their time and, and energy for free to help people, right? Okay. They had the infusion, Regeneron infusion, within 24 hours. Both of them were fine in less than 48 hours, 100%. I have two friends in Tampa, fully vaccinated. They got breakthrough cases. They got monoclonal antibodies within 24 hours, and you know the people I'm talking about here. I do. And and then one of my best friends, he lives, you know, 10 minutes from my house, and he fully vaccinated, got a breakthrough case. He got the infusion within 24 hours. He had the best 10 days of his life. He sent his family to Florida, and he had the house to himself, and he fished from 4 a.m. till the sunset, and then and then some. And he keeps showing me pictures of these beautiful striped bass he's catching every day. So, you know, the, the answer is, why don't they talk about it? Now, the interesting part of what you were bringing up, the... You know, why are we rationing this th- these things? Ron DeSantis, you know, okay, he was the first person to put into place, he used every single state agency in the beginning of COVID to protect the most vulnerable population. That was the one thing that they got right that remained constant all throughout this. Older people were more susceptible. People with pre-existing conditions, comorbidities, compromised immune systems. Okay, so he protects the old people. He used every state agency you know, was focused on protecting the elderly population, which is very high, as everybody knows, in Florida. Okay. Then we have the breakthrough cases, starting with the Delta variant. Okay. They see a spike. So he says, okay, many of these older people are vaccinated. What do I do now? And then he did his research, and and his medical team decided, they made the decision, to set up monoclonal antibody centers all throughout the state of Florida. And make it available for anybody, whether you have a breakthrough case or you're unvaccinated, it would be made available to you. Joe Biden doesn't mention monoclonal antibodies all year. He mentioned it for the first time two and a half weeks ago. 
And then he meant, then they start rationing it because states like Florida are using too much of it. Here's the problem is that we don't have a shortage of Regeneron. We don't have a shortage of monoclonal antibodies. Not at all. Matter of fact, they have so much they've produced, they're sending it all over the world. So now, because what? That now they politicize it and what? They're going to withhold it? Well, Ron DeSantis, he goes the next step. Just like, you know, Governor Abbott has to build his own wall. He spent, he's spending $3 billion. Now Ron DeSantis has to go out and buy his own Regeneron, his own monoclonal antibodies. I think he got a different brand, but it's all the same stuff. And, and guess what? His centers are up and running, but even though Joe Biden is rationing something that does not need to be rationed. It's unbelievable. And, and that's the thing, Sean, like you are making we are making a point that no one else is willing to make to have the conversation. Look at the nurses that call in and they're giving these treatments of Regeneron and they're talking about how it works and how much it helps. And the one thing that nobody's discussing that our doctors have explained is that these virus, these vaccines that we have against these viruses, they adhere to one element of the actual virus with the mRNA technology. You know, when you have antibodies from having COVID, it covers the whole virus. So you have these really strong antibodies that push back against you ever having this again. And if you do get it again, God forbid, you're healthier than you would have been with the vaccine. You know, know, here's the thing. We're not playing doctor on radio. I'm not even telling people to get monoclonal antibodies. We're just having a conversation, though. but, But if you get a positive COVID test, my humble advice is the first thing you need to do is call your doctor and say, what do you think of monoclonal antibodies for me? I just tested positive. But you need to do it immediately. The one thing we've learned is the faster you act, the better the results. That That is science, okay? Nobody talks about it. And I'll tell you the two most repulsive things that have happened in this pandemic, two, two of the most. There's plenty. You know, we have the whole nursing home scandal in four states. You know, I mean, New Jersey's governor, if you don't throw New Jersey, if you don't throw Murphy out, you're just lost forever. Um, and who knows if that could happen? It's gone so blue. It's ridiculous. Everybody's leaving New York and New Jersey. The only people staying are the, are the most liberal, radical socialists. But anyway, you know, number one, the nursing home. Then we can go to a couple of other repulsive moments. You know, now we're about to fire nurses and replace them in New York. These are the nurses that are in the middle of this Adam Schiff show in New York, the worst moments. And it was bad. Getting, I'm getting calls from my friends in emergency rooms. Hannity, you cannot believe it. It is an absolute Adam Schiff show. It, we got patients, with, you know, coughing their, their, their brains out in the hallways all over the hospital. The nurses that dove on COVID grenades to save lives every day, many are now about to lose their jobs if they don't get vaccinated. Now, they put their lives on the line every day. Many of them got covid by risking their lives to help people in the worst moment. Then we had other medical professionals and nurses that came to New York to help New York and New Jersey at this, the, in the middle of this, this disaster. And you know what? Uh, Governor Cuomo says, yeah, by the way, here's your tax bill. Pay your t- 10% income tax, state income tax. They come to bail out New York, and that's their way to say thank you. It's repulsive. Then you can add the nursing home scandal on top of that. I just, you know, oh, and, and, and you Fauci know what else, disgusts me. I, I, I find Fauci, you know, for the greater good, no freedom. Anyone that says no freedom, I have no patience for. None. Fauci the fraud has been lying to the American public for two years. There's nobody 
who has seen this man testify before Congress, the exchanges that he's had with Dr. Senator Rand Paul, the exchanges that he's had with various other uh, cable news hosts, his inability to stick to one story. I mean, he changes his mind about COVID the way the weather changes during seasonal changes. He is full of it and everybody knows it. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is for us to have conversation, keep the conversation open, bring on people that can give us information, and then talk to our primary care physicians and make the right choices for us. No government should ever be telling anybody what to do with their body. Isn't that the whole thing, my body, my choice? Isn't that all day long what we hear from the left? No, and, and remember, I keep telling everybody, I'm, you know me in science. I'm a nutcase. I don't think many people. You're the know only that. man I know who sends me pictures from a brain surgery. I can honestly say that that has actually happened I, in my I, real I, life. I've been in operating rooms. I have friends that are brain surgeons, and I've gotten permission to go watch brain surgeries. But then um, you send them to me. Is that necessary? I think that's an extra step. I don't think I need to see that. And then you can't, <laughs> believe, you can't believe. I tell you what they do. The strangest thing. I, I saw one surgery where they literally they. It's sort of like a, a horror movie where they take the entire skin and peel it down completely and there's no skin at all it's it's it, you cannot believe it it's crazy and like people are in there uh, are you going to pass out i'm like can i have a better view please i'm like excuse me you're in my way i'd like to observe the operation um is that what you said please step I aside swear, so i can get a closer look i 100 percent i did you <laughs> oh know gosh. me then i interviewed <laughs> dr rodriguez who did yeah the, that was incredible and, and we did a whole special that ran on hannity you know, he did a face transplant. He's done a couple of them. I interviewed two guys that had it done. One had a face and double hand transplant, and the hands work. He's transformed the lives of these. These One was a case of a firefighter, cool guy in Mississippi. I love this guy. And another case, a young man that was working an overnight shift, fell asleep at the wheel, driving home, exhausted. And, you know, was 80% of his body was burned, and he lost all use of his hands. But could you imagine, Sean, if those guys were refused treatment from Dr. Rodriguez because they didn't have the vaccine? Because that's the kind of well, stuff we're my, seeing right now. But and that's my point. Do I believe in science? Obviously, I'm a I'm a nut. I want to watch all of these surgeries. I watch if there's any surgery on TV, like a knee replacement. I have I've watched it or heart bypass. I've watched that, too. I've seen it all. And so oh, you don't believe. It. No, I actually do believe in science and I believe in the science of vaccination. I just don't believe I didn't go to medical school and I'm just not qualified to tell you that's a cop out, Hannity. No, it's not a cop out. It's called being honest. All these other people don't know what medical schools do these people go to. And, and like, who the hell do you think you are? You know, one size fits all medicine. Do you know anything about the medical history of these people? Do you know anything? If now we've determined that the daily dose of aspirin is bad for you now, which they're telling us. Okay, so I'm going to give advice, and then something happens to one of my listeners. I have to live with that the rest of my life? No, thank you. But, you know, the other interesting point that you make is that the flip-flop on so many things, whether it's 81 milligrams of aspirin or it's, you know, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, or you can do whatever you want as long as you're in your own house, whatever is changing. You know, we had that caller yesterday about the PCR test, and I thought that was really interesting because the CDC in June and July said that they were going to stop using the PCR test come this December because of all the false positives. Yet our nation is enforcing all of these vaccine mandates, laws, COVID shutdowns based on the results of the PCR test. You know, this is information that the American public has a right to know. And the CDC has it on their website, but nobody knows it's there. Listen, the CDC website, one day we need to do an investigation. 
what they were saying then and what they're saying now. It's a great idea. You know, because they, they have changed their minds so often. I mean, it's disgusting. And you know what? It's also dangerous. This is not science in, in my, uh, from my point of view. It's not well, science at the all. The funny thing about science, just like Dr. Malone said when he joined you for that day, is that science is unwavering. You know, we're going to talk to you about the way that this works. We're going to talk to you about the research that we find. We're going to talk to you about the investigations that we do. But nobody's doing investigations right now. Nobody's doing any true research because everybody's afraid to say well, the what they biggest, find because of the politics. He he was the one that pointed out nearly 800,000 people. Now, this guy created the technology that allowed the creation of the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines. He created the whole darn thing. This guy's brilliant. And he said, yeah, the study in Israel shows that natural immunity is far better than the technology that I created. And I'm, I'm, and I'm listening to this. I'm like, what? And nobody, you know, and, and then, of course, he gets attacked because he went on my show. You go on my you go on Hannity show. You get attacked. Welcome to my world. It's an absolute Adam Schiff show out there. We're losing our collective minds. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. All right, news you will not ever get from the mob and the media. We are loaded up 9 Eastern tonight, Hannity on Fox News. Now, two gubernatorial races. We have the New Jersey gubernatorial Republican candidate is on. Uh, Kellyanne Conway, Ari Fleischer, Laura Trump, Mike Huckabee, Rick Perry, Herschel Walker. Set your DVR, news you won't get from the mob. That I can promise. Hannity, Fox News. We'll see you tonight, back here tomorrow. As always, thank you for being with us. You make this show possible. We can't ever thank you enough.